0: Welcome, you are listening to Looking for Love. I'm your host, Dr. Laurie Buckley, and today we're talking about loneliness, being alone, being single, all of those things we're going to talk about. What do you do? How can you beat loneliness and really be a happy, successful single? And I'm joined by my co-host and sidekick, Mark
1: Phelan. Speaking of lonely,
0: <laughs> you're not lonely, you have me.
1: That's true. Good point.
0: At least right now. <laughs> Until we're done taping the show well, another hour or so. Kick your ass out, you're to go home uh, But yeah, this is the holiday time And this is a time where a lot of people struggle Who are single and alone And again, there's a difference between being alone and being lonely
1: Oh, absolutely, because one is a choice
0: Yeah, that's a very good way to put it Because look, we can be laying next to a wife, a husband, a boyfriend, a girlfriend
1: All the above
0: And feel extremely lonely
1: how many times have we done that? Quite a few. I'm actually elbow to elbow with someone. <sighs> And I just feel a void. It's I, the worst. A giant chasm.
0: Yeah. You know, yes. there's a saying, it's better to be alone than wish you were.
1: Oh, well, yeah.
0: Right? There's the, nothing worse than being in the same room with somebody or even having sex with somebody and feeling lonely or alone when you're there with somebody who should be somebody who you feel connected to and feel energized exactly.
1: by. Well, it's also this time of year is when people are more in focus of being with people because mm-hmm. you you hearken back. You have no choice. Thanksgiving, Christmas, uh, no matter what your denomination of, of religious interest is, it, they all center around family, tradition, things you grow up with. So you can always think back on those times when you were with people. And then you hearken back if you've missed people, if you've lost people. Yeah. It gives you that little moment of pause. Now, in June or July, you're not thinking that way. Fourth of July, you don't say, "Oh, let's think about that." You could, you know, Fourth of July. I was banging media. somebody on a boat <laughs> last Fourth of July. Right. But now it's it's in more of an emotional state. People come together, especially Thanksgiving, those kind of things, near and yeah. dear to your home. Everything, every all the commercials we see, it's like it's we're about supposed to be coming.
0: with the loved one, with our family. Although to be fair, there are many people who dread the holidays. I see them in my office all the time yep. because they have to go spend time with their family. And
1: those <laughs> are the people. People, honestly, you want to just smack. And just, there's folks I know who've lost their immediate family, they've lost the parents, and no matter what their relationship was with them, they would give anything to have them back for five minutes.
0: Sometimes that's true, but we have to also say that there are some oh, families some dirt bags out that, that are there, for toxic. Sure. Yeah. yeah, that, you know what, if that's the case, mm-hmm. I mean, really, if they're sure. toxic and really draining and there's there's just nothing positive there for you, as a matter of fact, it feels abusive emotionally, oh, yeah. psychologically, I, sometimes even physically, you do sometimes need to cut your losses, like set a solid boundary. Sure. Sometimes the family that we end up with is not necessarily the one that we're born with. Right. But you're right. It's also, look, it's you know not very often that you go spend time with your family. Sometimes you got to suck it up. They may be annoying. Yeah. But that's very different.
1: And the, the why is that? Is because they know all the dark secrets. They know yeah. all the nooks and crannies. You can't pull over. My favorite expression is don't bullshit a bullshitter. All your friends, you've reinvented your life. You've reinvented what you say or do and where you were and when you did this and when you did that. Your friends don't know anything otherwise than what you've told them. Family, bullshit, you never did that. Bullshit, you never did that. You yeah. weren't to star football <laughs> player. You didn't even make the team. They
0: call you out, yeah.
1: And then all of a sudden that the, your world starts to close in on itself. Oh, That's the reason I hate being with these people. Well, it's it's what we deal with. But the bottom line, this time of year, you can feel a lot more alone. There's a great commercial on, I don't even know what the product is, where someone's looking out the window and see an old guy kind of get out of a cab, goes in it's, the house is all dark and a woman looks out through the window and sees him and so he takes off and he goes the next day and she goes over with her kid and decorates this front door puts a tree in the window must be Hallmark or something well something like that and (laughs) you can't help but go aw. and then he comes home and he looks and she puts the lights on and his eyes just beam over with tear yeah and you can't help but get caught up in that because everyone knows you go into a restaurant and you see someone sitting alone some people by choice they're reading the paper or looking at a text or something other people just sitting there because they have no one else.
0: You know, that's a really good point, too. I Once I had a client who his wife had recently committed suicide, (sighs) and he was obviously in a very dark place, a very difficult, challenging time, and he was in a bar or in some public place, and there was somebody there who was not necessarily lovely or kind. And he remembered thinking and being aware of that, you know what, he doesn't know what this guy is going through in his life. Mm -hmm. So sometimes people seem like they're nasty or cold or mean, but we don't know what's going on in their life. They may be in pain, in emotional pain. So to show compassion any time of the year, Mm especially now, but really any time of the year, to always show compassion and kindness for strangers as well as loved ones, obviously loved ones, but even to strangers. Just to smile at somebody who Mm -hmm. you're walking down the street or walking on an elevator and greeting can make a huge difference in their day. Well,
1: in this day and age, we all need to chill out a little and it would not be a bad thing to do. I'll pull up to a four-way stop, even though it's my turn to go, I'll just wave somebody on and they kind of look and they always wave, thank you very much. Or they don't. But well, in go Los on.
0: Angeles, they think you're crazy.
1: That's right. Yeah. And that's true. Yeah, this is, this can be, I've lived in New York, I've lived in other big, big cities around the country, the loneliest city in the world of 12 million, because we're all so mobile. In New York City, you take a walk outside your door, you're with 8 million people. Right, it's very different. You're walking down the street, you elbow-double, you look in just window shop, look at a gallery, you can say, isn't that a great painting? Yeah, what do you think of that? All of a sudden, you've sparked a relationship. In L.A., it's all about being in a car. It's true. And you sit on the 405 today, perfect example, for four hours, you're sitting there... Bumper to bumper, no communication. It's, let me inch over the next, no, I'm going to pull over there. Now I'm going to change this lane. Ooh, I've now gone up another four but feet. we
0: can make an effort to create some community. So where I live, I live in Pasadena, and it is it is very community-based. It's very urban, yes. and I walk everywhere. I try not to drive too much. Uh, I definitely, when I see anybody, a neighbor or, or somebody just walking down the street, I I'm one of those people who always smile and say hello. I don't always get it back, mm-hmm. but it feels good to do that. Sure. Just to treat others with kindness and compassion. Even if we don't get anything back from them, it actually does right. help it us there. feel better. Sure. By the way, when we talk to people and we put ourselves out there in the world, I was talking about how do you, if you are alone, navigate that loneliness and create some joy and community and social activities in your life. And we've talked about this in meeting people, right? So join a meetup group or take a class. I mean, those kinds of things really make a difference. And you can always meet people, but you can also be out there in the world, whether it's crossing the street street or whether it's at a restaurant or in a store or even in a class or one of those groups, social groups that Mm -hmm. you join. And if you are not engaging with people you're staying to yourself and you're not talking to them, you're not smiling at people, you are still going to be lonely. Yep. So it's, part of it is getting yourself out there but the other part is how do you interact with other people? How do you engage? And I think there's some people who might be thinking well, yeah, that's not necessarily safe. You know, who knows? There might be somebody dangerous out there. Yeah,
1: and there's plenty of that.
0: I mean, you have to use some common sense. You know, if there's any kind of vibe you're getting or, or, and you're not going to be giving them your information, personal sure. information, you know, you have to be somewhat aware but for the most part, you're going to be interacting. And even if you just have some nice little sentences and words with people, you won't be feeling so lonely. And there is a potential to meet somebody, right?
1: Well, again, I use the metaphor for New York and LA. In New York, I used to live on 42nd Street, literally a coffee shop. I'd go in every day. I got to know everybody who works there. I got to know all the regular customers. Just, work. hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? And after the second or third time, hey, my name's Mark. And then all of a sudden there's a conversation. Hey, Mark, how's it going? Hey, have a good day. And now you have this bond forming. Yeah. I don't know any place like that in LA.
0: Well, there, but there is.
1: But there are, but in yeah. communities like this, right. yes. But in mainstream LA, it's more challenging the flux of people coming and going, it is so much harder than just walking around the corner spot and being able to sit down and talk to
0: someone. It's harder. It's more challenging, but it's doable. So the proximity, if you go to the same places, you go to the same grocery store, you get in the line with the same grocery person. I do that. I go to the same grocery store. I When I see the people that I know, and I know a few because I go there a lot, I get in their line. We say hi. There's just this sense of community, but you do need to frequent a place often. And right. you again, you need to engage with people. Mm-hmm. So you go to the same Starbucks every morning and you engage with the, the baristas. Uh, You know, they're going to know you. They're going to even remember your coffee drink. If you, you know, if they stay there, and I think for the most part, you get the same people there. So it it is definitely creating something. It is more challenging, but again, Mm -hmm. it's how do you do it? How do you navigate it? So that's one idea. How do you, again, not feel so lonely? It is getting out there in the world. It is creating different social activities for yourself, potentially meeting people. Sometimes it's even reaching out to people. I know that there are people who are alone who don't feel comfortable necessarily telling their friends that they're lonely or that they need something. So their friends might say, hey, you know, we know know you're alone. Would you like to come over? Mm -hmm. It's like, no, 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 I'm fine. You know. And so if you're not fine and you have friends, whether they're offering it or whether you need to ask, who want to be there for you to allow yourself to receive that. And it's not a selfish thing. If they're there, they're your friend, you're actually giving them a gift. They want to be able to give to you. They want to be, Able to comfort you because they love you. So sometimes people feel uncomfortable asking for help or receiving help because they think that it's being selfish or they think that their friends don't really want to. And they wouldn't be, I mean, they're your friends. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't be your friends if they didn't want to.
1: You find out real fast if they are friends or not. That's true. Versus acquaintances. Right. You "You know, I'm not feeling that good. I'm feeling a little down. Oh, you know what? Look at the time. I've got to go. You know, I have a Pilates class. Okay, thank you.
0: Yeah, no, it's Fair true. Fair-weather friends. They're acquaintances. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between yeah. acquaintances and friends. And by the way, acquaintances are nice.
1: You know, have you, know, you heard the expression "California commitment"? No. I heard that twenty plus years ago, and it's like, okay, we're we'll gonna get together at eight o'clock, and it'll be great. We'll have dinner, and you know, hang out eight, eight fifteen, eight thirty, quarter to nine. Eh, I'm not gonna make it. What happened? California commitment. It's almost like it's it's allowed to just be. Well, dismissive. that's ridiculous. I've never even heard
0: that. But I do uh, know that there's people who say, "Oh yeah, we must get together. Let's sure. get together soon." Without now, sometimes people there. sometimes people actually mean it when they say sure. it because I know I actually say that a lot, and I do mean it. And sometimes it doesn't happen Mm -hmm. because there's no follow through. I think that happens a lot. And that's not really a great way to practice your life either. But then there's the people who say, oh yeah, we must get together. And they don't even mean it. You know, then you go, yeah, when? (laughs) Well, I don't
1: know. I I have a friend of mine who went to a a dinner party with him and his girlfriend. There was a group of people. He was telling me how great it was. The next Monday, he's driving down... (laughs) On Wilshire Boulevard is a very busy street, and this woman kept cutting Jack and forth, back and forth, like getting on his butt. And he's just like getting annoyed. She pulls up, and he finally yells, "What the fuck is your?" He looks over; it's one of the the woman who had the party. (laughs) And they they look they see each other and realize, "I know you. I know you." Oops! It's they kind of this awkward wave, and he drives away. And he calls the girl and goes,
0: "What was her name?" Well, people have different kinds of connections. (laughs) So we're talking about, you know, how do you put yourself out there? But I think even more empowering and we'll just say more reliable. Can you enjoy your own company? Bingo. It's such an important thing. Uh, I have a friend who I love and she's an amazing, fabulous woman, but she's she doesn't like being alone. And there are people who like that. And that's okay. If you don't like being alone and and you can find ways to create social activities, that's one way to do it. And she never understands oh, I love being alone. <laughs> she's like I mm-hmm. I feel so bad that you're alone. I'm like, no, I'm having a really good time. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm enjoying myself. So people are going to enjoy your company more if you enjoy sure. your company. If you don't mm-hmm. enjoy your own company.
1: Exactly, yeah. You
0: know, how are other people going to enjoy your company? So creating a life that is fulfilling for you. And if you do want to meet a partner, a life partner, a soulmate, even friends, when you are fulfilled and happy in your life, you are going to attract Really good quality people, people Absolutely. who are also really happy in in their life. So it's not coming from this. You know, we talked about this needy, desperate place. There,
1: there's the key word. You don't want to have to. Well, what are you doing? I have to go out tonight because I can't stand being alone. I'm so desperately lonely, and I'm, I just hate being alone. There again, turn it inward. Okay, what would you like to do? What makes you? What floats your boat? Do you like TV, movies, books? What is it? Music? And then, right. can if you, you study
0: w- something? Can you get exactly. engaged in in a, habit, and in a doing, hobby?
1: that on your own how fulfilled you feel when you go to bed 11 30 12 wow i just read this i did this i learned this lesson i practiced this and you feel better and better and then you realize what what's happening friday night instead of feeling i have no plans what a loser i am you go you know what i'm learning to play the guitar and i'm going to practice a little then i'm going to watch a movie This is going to be relaxing It'd cook be great. myself
0: a fabulous exactly. dinner
1: exactly you don't have to rely on other people yeah. to fulfill you
0: Right, and again, nothing wrong with saying, "Hey, I, you know, I feel a little lonely. I want to get out there and do things." There's nothing wrong with that, but we're talking about that balance. Mm-hmm. Not coming from that desperate place like, oh, I can't be alone. I have to be out there. But, you know, you want to go out there and socialize. Wonderful. And it's also really wonderful Mm -hmm. if you can find ways to be really happy and content and satisfied alone. And, you know, we're not saying that you want to live your life alone, although there might be some people who do. But exactly like what you said, finding things that that fuel you, that nourish you, that excite you, that energize you. Maybe it's taking a walk. Maybe it is. Maybe getting a pet. Uh, pets are wonderful companions. But maybe it is again studying something. So finding things that that do excite you and growing. So you know whether it's studying a language or studying a musical instrument or reading. It could be reading a novel. It could be reading you know a self help book. Mm-hmm. Learning how to meditate. Yeah, all of. Fine.
1: don't instead of finding someone who floats your boat float your own boat i happen to be lucky enough to live in santa monica and anybody in southern california can do this any given time once a week whatever catch a sunset yeah it costs no money maybe you're going to spend a 50 cents on a meter until six o'clock and you can pull up sit in your car take the walk on the beach or just and you watch the majesty of nature spectacular winter sunsets because of the, the cloud formations i have got dozens and dozens of pictures but the bottom line is it is an hour to two hours of just meditation relaxation i put on pink floyd i listen to a little comfortably numb it is boom. And guess what? I am refreshed, relaxed. I don't need to have someone say, isn't this great? No, I can say it to myself.
0: Yeah, I do that sometimes. Like, I love to travel alone. So I've gone to Italy alone many times, and I enjoy many aspects of traveling alone. One, I find the locals want to talk to me, and I get to experience different different things about a country that I wouldn't, or, or a place that I wouldn't otherwise, because sometimes when you're with friends, you kind of get honed in, and there's mm-hmm. uh, it's also nice to explore things on your own. But I also do find that there are times when I think, oh, this fabulous. I do kind of wish there was somebody here that I could be sharing this with. But, you know, it's when you take pictures and you can mm-hmm. tell those stories. So, again, there's no better or worse or right or wrong. It's you finding what works for you. But, again, opening up to different possibilities exactly. in different ways. And what you're saying, to, to put yourself in a, a state of, of awe, Mm -hmm. because we're surrounded by beauty all the time. I mean, if you really look at a flower, you could be definitely in a state of awe. It's an amazing thing. And a sunset, I mean, there's almost nothing better. Just to be able to appreciate, and I think that's a big thing, to live in appreciation and gratitude Mm -hmm. for whatever it is, whether it's being able to take a walk outside and feel the wind on your skin or the sun, uh, be able to to say hi and do some shopping or whatever it might be, Mm -hmm. you know, eat an ice cream cone. They don't have to be big, giant things. Sometimes it's just those small things.
1: Simplest little things. Absolutely. Yeah. And there again, if you can find those things that gives you pleasure, then when you have someone to share it with and you introduce them to it and you get to watch them light up, you've been doing it for years. Now look at this bond and then they'll do the same for you. And, And it's just, it's that shared experience that creates a deeper, deeper, deeper intimacy. Right.
0: And you do meet somebody, right? You're in the right place, right time, mm-hmm. or you put yourself out there and you meet somebody and they say, so what do you do for fun? Or what do you like to do? Or tell me about yourself. Like you will have interesting things to say, mm-hmm. you know, rather than, oh, sure. I, I don't know. I mean, it's just who you are. And it does kind of exude this, this joy. When you have a joy of life and when you live in appreciation. He's thought of ease. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You can see that in somebody. I think it's also important we think about surrounding yourself with beauty or being happy by yourself to create an environment in your home mm-hmm. that feels really good. Rather than waiting for the perfect home or a person to come along before you live in this perfect home, create whatever it is, whatever your, the size of your place is or whatever it might be that feels really fabulous for you.
1: Exactly. Again, you don't have to worry. It's not like you have to go and spend tens of thousands of dollars redoing your house there's a lot of knick-knack stuff you can get and you create your own style i happen to have a younger brother who has lived in multiple different places every time i've gone to his place i go how did you do that it's basically nothing but just the way he arranges things he's got an eye for it and i've always been very envious of it but there again it's it's your own space which you, have, you occupy, that gives you pleasure, comfort. You don't have to wait for someone else. It's almost like any the old half glass, half empty, half full. If you're going to complain to yourself and every day, I don't have anybody, I don't have anybody, no one loves me, no one loves me. It's going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy.
0: Absolutely.
1: People will say, you know what? I can see that. Now I know why. Because you create this black hole, this dark cloud, and no one wants to be around you. And
0: you reek of desperation and yeah, neediness. And
1: you can be the best friend in the world, but at some point, you're afraid to say, Hey, Joe, how's it going? Because he's going to tell you for the next hour (laughs) or so. Oh, my God. And you start, uh, this person, you have some kind of gypsy curse on you because every time I talk to you, it's another horrible thing. Yeah. You need to burn mm-hmm. sage and just, you know, have it stuck in your shoes because <laughs> I don't know what it needs.
0: Well, we can focus on the things that we don't have and the negativity because, look, at there's lots of things that we can all worry about. Lots of realistic, true Real things. Real world stuff. Absolutely. Like, there's a lot of shit out there for us to be scared about. And if we focus on that, we focus on what we don't. Don't have. We focus on what's wrong with us. We focus on what's wrong with our partner. We focus on that. Guess what? Like you said, it's exactly what we're creating. But when we focus on what we do have, Mm -hmm. that gratitude, being able to wake up in the morning and actually be able to to walk. And if you can't walk, to be able to breathe. Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, all of us at least have that. Uh, So whether it is being able to, to live in a country that you have some relative freedom, there's always things to be grateful for. And to really focus on those positive things. And to create more positive things and more joy in your life. Get passionate. Get excited. What excites you? And so if you're single, you're alone you're feeling lonely you know think about that yes Wanting to find a soulmate or a life partner is a wonderful thing. Mm -hmm. I'm all for it. I think we're built, well, I know, we're all built to be in relationships. I don't think we can't be happy if we're not in a relationship. But I do think for us to live a complete, full life, and again, this is just me, not everyone will agree with me, but when we have the right person, a loving, kind person to share it with, someone who is our friend and our lover, and that we can share those positive moments with, and yet still do our own thing and have our own hobbies and passions. I mean, that's when life is at its best. But if you don't have that right now, you don't want to put everything on hold until that happens. Live your life, create excitement and Mm -hmm. passion and joy, and you will be more likely to meet that person. And if you don't, you're still in a really good place.
1: Absolutely. Well, the the, the expression out here and uh, any place that as a writer they say to write is to rewrite no matter what you put down on a first draft you have to be willing to chop it up and do it over yeah you can do that with your own personal script as well we all have rewrites in our life gigantic (laughs) and some people need them some people don't know they need them but everyone sometimes
0: they happen whether we want them to or not
1: and have an open mind you have a confidant a person you can basically say if if you were dating me what would you say? Or maybe you're looking for advice from someone yes, yes. saying, if I was out in the field or I'm out there, what would you be looking for? And would you respond to me? And what would be different and that I should do to maybe make myself more attractive or whatever? Not physically, it's, it's the whole vibe. Yeah. And then if you're just one of these the you know I, and I feel for, as a mental health professional I feel for the people who have legitimate depression. There's people who have legitimate absolutely. clinical depression that need they need talk therapy, medication, whatever, group therapy. Those dynamics are there for them. But there's people who create their own mm-hmm. nonsense as well. They their bitch and misery. moan yeah. about everything.
0: Yes, absolutely. And
1: there's a great there's a great need to vent. It's a good very therapeutic to bitch and moan a little to a friend. It's almost like you have a finite amount of time. Okay, you got a half an hour. Bitch and moan. Okay, now it's my turn. Okay, bitch and moan. Okay, we're done? Okay, good. Now let's watch a game. Whatever. That's what guys do. They'll bitch and moan while they watch a game. <laughs> Women'll go to tend to go to restaurants and spend five and a half hours yapping and guys going, they're still here. They're still just talking. How do you do that?
0: Yeah, we do have a lot of words. It's a
1: phenomenon. <laughs> but to well,
0: me. girlfriends are wonderful. And that's another thing. If you do find yourself alone, and feeling lonely this holiday season. Do what you can to get out there, whether it's asking a friend, maybe it's going and volunteering.
1: Exactly what I was going to say.
0: Yeah, that's a great thing There's to always do. going to be
1: somebody lesser, greater and lesser persons than yourself. And those well, lessers... All,
0: there's no greater and lesser. We're true. all equal. But there are people who don't have as much as you or maybe more than you. Yeah, yeah.
1: Opportunity and, and position and privilege and things. But putting yourself out there and helping them just day to day do. Things. Yeah,
0: people who are struggling—they have harder, more difficult It'll struggles. will empower
1: you. you, and then when you go home, realize I don't have it so bad.
0: And you can feel really good for oh, yeah. helping people. Especially, so that's a really good thing to do. So mm-hmm. find a way if you are feeling alone and you're alone. This Hollywood. Hollywood, and you're alone this holiday season, find ways to create some joy. Maybe it's watching your favorite Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's making a fabulous meal. Maybe it is by yourself. It doesn't mean that you can't have a wonderful time by yourself. And if sure. you don't want to be alone, that's okay too. Find a way to, again, you could probably find a meetup group or something for people who mm-hmm. are single and alone or don't have families. They all get together. Or again,
1: And they're out a friend, there, for sure. Oh my they're God, there's
0: there. so many great resources. So there's no reason for that. But you know, this is a really good time of year to plan. This is not about New Year's resolutions, mm-hmm. but to plan and create 2017. Good. Right. this is the time and you know when it, I don't know when you're listening to this we were recording this in December of 2016 you might be listening to this you know years later or months later but it doesn't really matter you it's at still any moment can make a decision to create something new and different in your life and having that clarity about what you want why you want it and taking some action steps to do that and create that life for yourself is really important and that's having that intention every single day that's that's why in our show, we always talk about action steps, because you can think it, you can want it, you could even write it down, which is definitely a good start. But if you don't take action, nothing is going to change. That's
1: right? Talk is cheap.
0: Right. And speaking of talk, I think the reason why a lot of people don't take action is because of their own automatic negative self-talk.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I can't. That's never going to work. That's right. Um, oh Why everybody. should I waste my time? I mean, there's just a, a, so many different mm-hmm. thoughts, right? And so catch yourself there because it is the self-fulfilling prophecy. And if it is something that feels a little scary, a little challenging, that's a good thing. Exactly. It's, it's feeling juiced. a little uncomfortable. It'll give you the
1: juice. A little yeah. nervousness is not a bad it's, thing.
0: It's actually a it good focuses.
1: thing. It focuses. That adrenaline will yeah. focus. You talk to any performer, even the most seasoned performers, they still say, I get nervous before the curtain goes up. I get nervous before I walk out on stage. And it's always a good thing because I can turn that nervousness into an energy.
0: You're doing something worthwhile. There's actually a term called eustress. So people think stress, right? Stress is bad. And yes, stress is not a positive thing. But there is also something called eustress, E-U-S-T-R-E-S-S. And it is what performers or athletes will experience, or sometimes even before you're going to take an exam. It is an adrenaline. It's an energy. So it is actually a positive stressor that creates something good in your life. Mm -hmm. So I think we're all sort of told and given messages in so many different ways, stress is bad, stress is bad, or anxiety, when we feel that, it can feel kind of scary. But if we think of it and just reframe it and think of it as excitement, it's a whole different thing. It feels the same, Mm -hmm. but excitement is positive. That is energetic, that can push you forward. It's very different than anxiety or negative stress. So to be clear about those things. But yeah, give yourself some challenges. Think about what you want to be different in your life. Then you can come up with goals, really specific and Mm -hmm. measurable with as many different ways and steps you can do to make those things happen. Just do one Mm -hmm. at a time. Find the thing for you that's the most important. If it is, if you're alone and lonely... Uh, maybe it'll be to create a more exciting life and find some passions or some hobbies. Maybe it'll be to find a partner. But I will say that if you are more satisfied and happy alone first, you're going to have better luck finding a partner. But whatever it may be, figure out what that is. So your action step for today is to get that clarity. Write that list. This is not New Year's resolutions, Mm -hmm. to be clear. These are things that you really want in your life. And also get clear. Why do you want them? Out of all of those, pick one, just one, and then come up with a few action steps that you can take. And get really clear. So let's just say we'll go to a common one here. Uh, you want to lose ten pounds. So if you want to lose ten pounds, and you say, "Okay, my New Year's resolution is to lose ten pounds," that's not going to work, right? You might be good for a little while. Mm-hmm. So if you think, okay. What is it that that 10 pounds is going, if you lose that 10 pounds, what is it that you really want? What is it you're getting? So maybe it's, I want to be confident. I want to look good. I want to feel good. I want to be healthy. I want to feel attractive. Whatever those things are, find the one that really kind of speaks to you, the one that excites you. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's, I want to feel confident. I want to fit in my skinny jeans. I want to feel good. So that's a really good start. So that's important to you. Losing 10 pounds, who cares?
1: And the, the crazy thing, with the, with the, the, the nonsense that I hear from men and women, numbers mean nothing. Muscle weighs more than fat.
0: Well, that's a whole other conversation. But exactly. absolutely, when we so let the, the scale... the number
1: is nothing.
0: Right, right. Even if it was losing this amount of fat. Again, that by itself, what does that give you? Mm-hmm. Confidence, feeling attractive... Uh, feeling more energetic. Those are the things sure. that you want to get clear about. Okay, so now you know that. So now what are some action steps that you can take? So maybe it's, and make it realistic, right? It has to be specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, mm-hmm. and you know within a time, a time period, smart, basically, is when you set goals. So you have all of that. So it might be, I'm going to walk for 15 minutes three times a week. Bingo. Doable. And better yet, I'm going to do it on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning Mm -hmm. at 6 o'clock. I'm going to set my alarm and I'm going to do that. Again, the more specific it is, the better. Maybe it'll be, I'm going to have a vegetable smoothie every morning for breakfast for the next month. Mm You know, See how that goes. So sometimes it's establishing new habits. So those are the things that are, those action steps are the things that are going to get you what you want. It's very specific, it's very doable, and it's also one thing at a time. So exactly. there's no reason that you can't have this. You don't feel things.
1: overwhelmed, overloaded. It's a very achievable goal.
0: It has to be achievable, yeah. right.
1: And put it on a calendar. Put a calendar on the wall.
0: Put it on your Put phone even. Put it on those even. things, exactly. You could set alarms on your phone.
1: Exactly. You could have um, Alexis tell you, get if, up, get off your ass and get to
0: work. If you ha- right, if you have an Echo uh, which or a Dot, which I have, I just got one. It's so much fun. Uh, you could have it remind you to do these things. It's incredible. We have such great technology. It's just fun stuff. But again, there's lots of ways for you to do it. You could even better find someone to do it with. There you go. If you're accountable, it's great. There's also life coaches. And that's, you know, having a coach is a great thing to be able to really get solid about nothing
1: else the motivation
0: yeah so i coach people and it is incredible so coaching is very different than therapy because it's very much about results and action and accomplishing things and it's really exciting so if you know if you can't afford to hire a coach or that's something you're not into have a friend be there that you Mm -hmm. can do this together with
1: With each other, for each other.
0: exactly. There's lots of different ways to do it, but it's finding what is going to work for you. And if you do something and it's not working, then try something else. Sure. Do it until you get it right. Exactly,
1: exactly. Try a language, try a musical instrument, try reading, any of these things.
0: These things that are going to feed you, nourish you, excite you. Mm -hmm. And really, whether you're alone or not, You can feel joy and contentment and satisfaction in your life. And again, you're also opening up yourself to possibilities of meeting that person that that you love.
1: Self fulfillment is going to the vibe is going to be out there as you walk down the street. Hi, how are you doing? All of a sudden somebody goes It's true. What's different about you?
0: Yeah. It is a totally different vibe.
1: Into to the use of the crudest form, I took my head surgically out of my butt and start seeing the world around me.
0: So that's an interesting way to put it. I like it. I enjoy it. So that's your action step. So those of you who are with family, alone, with friends, whatever it may be, be safe, be happy, be grateful, enjoy the holiday season, enjoy every single day. Embrace every
1: second of it.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening to us. It's just been a pleasure doing this show and talking about things that we're passionate about and we're going to continue to do that. So, you know, again, let us know your thoughts, send us your questions. We love hearing from you. And again, if you like what we're doing, please go on to iTunes, give us a review. We appreciate that too. And we will be talking to you soon. Bye everyone.